Hey, Winston here. As a little gift to our very patient fans, we're dropping our brand new Patreon-exclusive episode on the free feed. If you enjoyed this episode of Winston's Game Show, then come on over to patreon.com slash legionofrenob for more of that. Plus, Scooby-Doo episodes, deep dives, comic talk, and much, much more. From Winston Studios, straight out of Renob, it's Winston's Game Show! With your host, Winston! Wow, what a theme song! Let's give it up to the Winston House Band! Hello, and welcome to Winston's Game Show, the show where I kind of make it up as I go along. As always, I'm your host, Winston! I'm joined by three wonderful contestants. You there, bald child, why don't you tell me a bit about yourself? Hi, my name's Bald Child. I was raised with my people, the other bald men. Oh, we're doing fake fake voices. Yeah, I'm not doing a voice. Hi, this is Clark. Uh, yes, I am bald. No, I'm not a child. Uh, I'm not on any lists either. Uh, I am from the great state of Michigan, from the wonderful city of Grand Rapids. And if there's anywhere else in Michigan, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I was sorry, I was pausing for the crowd to clap at Michigan, but you heard the silence. All right, <laughs> and you there, the one without muster stains on his suit. <laughs> ah, that'd be me. I'm Chris from uh, uh, Location Undisclosed. <laughs> and, uh, Very mysterious. The only thing that, you that explains about me the is sack I, over your head as well. I have a wonderful head of hair. <laughs> glorious hair that I will not donate to anyone, no matter how much they ask. <laughs> and I understand you're asked quite a lot. Quite, yeah, pretty much daily. Sometimes by the same guy twice. And what brought you to Winston's game show tonight? Uh, what are you well, hoping mostly, to win? Are you fighting for anyone at home? Mostly just to flaunt my hair to those balder than I. <laughs> Spiteful. I love it. And you, Mr. Mustard Stain, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Ah, they call me Mean Mr. Mustard Stain. Also, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> and where where are you from? Oh, you know, here, there. You know, I, I like to think we're all from, uh, you know, part of the whole thing. You know, uh, life finds a way. Uh, Yes, yes, Jesus Jurassic Park. So anyway, our first game tonight will be Hypothetical Questions! Then the crowd will react there. If you haven't played this before, I give you each hypothetical questions. You give me your answer, then our panel of judges will rate it by how well you answered. Very arbitrarily, I might add. Woo! Question one. We'll start with Clark. You have the ability to time travel only once, to any time, but not any location. Meaning wherever you start your travel is where you end. You get to stop one tragic event from happening. How do you do it, and what are the repercussions of it? But of course, this has complications. Say you want to stop Paul Walker from going on the drive that ended his life, how would you get to Los Angeles and convince a Hollywood star not to do something he's done every night? If you somehow prevent 9-11, you're probably going to be locked in Guantanamo for the rest of your life. So I'll reiterate. What tragic event do you stop? How do you do it? And what are the repercussions of it? Okay. Uh, so, 9-11. Uh, final answer. 
Okay, well, that that's one third. What? How do you stop nine eleven? You are. It, oh, I just do. You're in Grand Rapids. You time travel to where? Yeah, you, you, oh, or to when? I hate to jump in, but the rules clearly state you can't choose where you travel to. It's just you're in Grand Rapids. You time travel back into Grand Rapids of two thousand and one. Yeah, that's what I'm. That that's what I meant. I meant to say he teleports to when, not to oh. where. Okay. Yeah. So I don't think it takes that much time. In the year two thousand and one. The U.S. government didn't know what the internet was. Uh, so, uh, just simply state that you are a computer hacker, like Hacker Man. Hacker Man? The greatest from, hacker of all time? Yeah, Hacker Man. Yeah, greatest hacker of all time. Uh, show them your C++ credentials and they'll believe you. Then give them the name and list of every person who attempted to do the 9-11... And uh, you become a hero, and finally we stop the consistent and constant wars in the Middle East, and the rest of the 2010s and 20s are completely different. Oh, this guy only got a C on his computer grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby's going to walk up with his A-plus computer homework, and they'll be like, hey, I think we'll listen to him. Hey, it's the year 2001. I don't need to be a competent computer man. I, okay. I still think if you walk up and hand a list a list of terrorists and a huge terrorist act to the government, you're getting arrested on the spot and you will never see the sun again. There is no way Clark Bobby is able to walk in in 2001's FBI headquarters and say, hey, I have no reason for knowing this, but here. <laughs> well, they didn't have airport security back no, then. No, I just say I'm a hacker man. What was I that, said Bobby? they didn't have airport security back then, so they, there's no such thing as metal detectors. He'll be fine. <laughs> this was pre-metal detector. <laughs> I I would like to make mine, which is also 9/11. Oh, okay. Right. Steal my answers. So I don't want your answers. They were garbage. <laughs> <laughs> my answer was that answer. What that? It wasn't so an answer. Your answers are garbage no, no, too. You said how, the question is how do you stop it realistically, not how creative can you get and thinking of a thing to stop, which, come on now. Yeah, that was pretty creative. All right, Miss, Mr. Chris, who won't tell us anything else about himself and won't take off the mask. Thank uh, you. You tell thank us how you, you would stop 9-11. Okay, for one thing, if you don't, okay, okay, on a moral high ground, right? If you choose to go back in time to stop Paul Walker from crashing a car that he's driving <laughs> recklessly, but you don't try to stop 9-11, you deserve to go to hell. I believe the judges came up with this question, and uh, part of the fun of it is the, the more trivial bad things would probably be easier to stop. Oh, no doubt. I'm just... Well, okay, okay. So I really have two answers to this, which might be cheating, but I'm going to go with one of them, specifically. Alright, if you're gonna, if you're 2000, okay, so I teleport right now to Detroit, which is where maybe I am, we don't know. Alright, we'll say All everyone right. is in, we're recording from our studio in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I like it. So I teleport <laughs> back to 2001, September, we'll, we'll give myself a week, right? Do I get that or does it have to be on the Oh, day? look at Mr. Man over here, need a whole week. Winston, do I need a, a can I get a week or does it have to be on the day? 
No, it, it can be any time. I was kind of surprised both of you were even going to 2001. Like, I, I would have been like but, 99 and giving myself two years. No, no, I think I can handle it in a week. So, <laughs> one week prior to 9 11. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg over here. <laughs> no, okay, here's, here is the thing. Okay, the way, you, first of all, first of all, if you were to try to, you, there's no way you could stop them all from doing it. And you can't be in like six airports at once or whatever it was, right? So what do you have to do? You have to shut down all the airports. Oh, dear God. And what shuts down all the airports but a terrorist attack? No. <laughs> I mean, are you causing 9-11 right, exactly. to stop 9-11? Right, you, you commit a terrorist act right before they do, so the government has to shut down all the airports. Those painful attacks oh, Jesus on New Christ. York on 9 so, Clearly, the, the way you have to do it is you put a bomb in a safe part of the airport that doesn't hurt anybody, you blow oh, it up. part. Yeah, like I said, a part no one goes, like the warehouse of an airport, right? <laughs> you put that oh in, or, or you just call in. You call in, you like phone in, like, hey, I got a, I got, <laughs> I got a bomb threat, right? <laughs> and you call it in. So they shut down and ground all those flights in the area. So when the terrorists get on, they're like, gosh dang it, someone already beat us to it. Those damn fucking uh, Chechens got us again. Shit, shit. Yeah, well, obviously, I have to blame I'm part of a terrorist organization to make that believable, right? But that doesn't... <laughs> it shuts down all the planes, therefore those planes don't take off, and the government gets more realistic before it even happens. That's how you stop it. Will I end up in Guantanamo? Maybe, but I don't think Guantanamo <laughs> existed back then. At they least would not make the it just torture. for you. Well, really, you get there and you explain, listen, I'm a time traveler. <laughs> I've come back to stop this. <laughs> I feel like I, doing terrorism, and especially if you're going to blame another country. Uh, organization, not country. The, Isn't Czechnia a place? If you're going to blame a foreign organization, <laughs> it is doing the exact thing that 9-11 does no, anyway. No, exact thing. Mine's you're not mine's killing, killing you're zero not taking people. Down Yours is like... Your plan, God, whatever the fuck. You walk in, you say, "Here's the name, peace." You are you are killing zero people <laughs> that day. You are killing a bunch of Chechens in the long run. I mean, run. the U.S. invaded I Iraq, and they didn't do anything. <laughs> if, if, for instance, you blame Chechnya or whatever, then they'll probably invade Russia. Like, you you just made it, made everything a lot worse. <laughs> well, maybe I, maybe I just don't do that. Maybe I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I I did this because I'm a time traveler. That's what I leave with. I don't think I'm insane, but they'll be like, hmm, maybe we should beef up airport security. Problem solved. Yeah, I, I don't know about this. It's certainly a more but, valid uh, plan than Mr. I'm going to, Use my C++ degree and just walk up to whoever and leave. Yeah, exactly. I mean, learning, if you have time to make this decision before you leave, learning who's in charge of the FBI during 2001 would be pretty easy considering 9 well, you're going to meet with the, guy, uh, the head of the FBI? You're just going to call him up and say, hey, meet me here? I mean, it's better than blaming Chechnya. You're really hung up on the Chechnya thing. Uh, my whole point is you commit... A terrorist act, or you light something on fire, and then they shut down all the planes. 9/11 doesn't happen. They beef up security. 
How, how do you... Problem assolved. I have so many questions, I don't know which one to ask first. <laughs> <laughs> this is a foolproof plan. It's, just, it's proof <laughs> that a fool made this plan. <laughs> wow, I mean, I I, I kind of thought we, we had reached the bottom with Clark's, but good thing someone threw Chris a shovel. <laughs> The prequel to 9-11. Let's do a 9-10. You can't poke holes in my plan, but go ahead and try. Okay, so that's how you do it, and I guess, what are the repercussions of stopping it? Well, what do you say? Because we kind of came up with some repercussions. Uh, well, obviously, the chance of me going to Guantanamo is pretty high, but I think I can convince them I'm insane. <laughs> Yeah, the but government doesn't know, usually care about that. But I get to know that I saved 3,000 plus people. So that's a pretty good okay. reward all on its own. They killed 3,000 plus Chechens. You, you're hung up on this Chechnya thing. And it was like, it was just a fucking... <laughs> I, I can blame whoever. I can blame no one. It doesn't matter. You're hung up on the C++ thing. Chris, Don't even get me started. You can just throw a dart up with that crap. Winston, help me out here. You're telling me you're going to buy Clark's two-second answer of, Oh, I walk in the door with my C++. And I say, hey, <laughs> hey, there's, ter there's terrorists around these parts. And I walk out. The end. <laughs> The judges will render their verdict in a bit. Well, Matt, uh, Matt uh, for the, since this is an audio medium, the judges are all wearing like their powdered wigs and discussing furiously while mentioning the word idiot, lunatic, murderer. <laughs> no, no one's murdered anyone. Uh, Bobby, Bobby had some questions uh, about these plans as well, so I'm curious to hear what he thinks. Yeah, Yes, all right, so it is Bobby's turn. Are you sure? I feel like I feel like there's more to uh, unfurl in these first two ideas. Are you sure? I do kind of imagine Chris just being like he takes a bad vacation at like France and he's like, "Oh right, France France committed 910." Like he's just getting revenge on a random country. <laughs> I, you guys are so Grand hung up on the random country thing. Poor because if a terrorist attack happens, then so they're going to blame some yeah. ass. It's 2001. They're, okay. Okay. they're okay. hungry okay. for I oil. I could be a Unabomber type. They didn't blow up a country with the Unabomber, did they? No. They just put him in an insane That's asylum. Yes. Those cells are pretty wild. Yeah, so you might not be in Guantanamo. You could be in the cells that the Unabomber and, like, the... Uh, oh, shoot, what is it? The Oklahoma City Bomber are in, where they get, like... An hour of gin, gym time. They never see a human face. They're they never see the sun. The all the hallways are designed like a maze. So even if they somehow get out, there's no escape. You could be there. Well, did I save three thousand people or did I not? That's right. Uh, well, the judges will have your verdict in a bit, Bobby. <laughs> okay, you you you're ready. Okay, so you you may have thought like if i could time travel maybe i would help hitler's art career he never would have done the things he did or maybe i'd stop 9-11 like these two goons but i have something far more important to do that uh is going to uh, potentially blow your mind okay 
Uh, so, I, I do have one question before I get into uh, discussing my plan, and that's, do I have prep time, or is this like a now or never situation? Yeah, you have prep time. Okay, so before I time travel back to the time I'm going to travel to, I'm going to watch the John Wick franchise furiously from start to finish. <laughs> one to two to Parabellum to I don't know if there's a fourth one. Okay. I'll also be playing a bunch of Super Hot to help with my reflexes. Uh, and then I'm also going to acquire uh, roughly $2,000. Then I'm going okay. to time travel you back. $2,000 now? $2,000 I can spend on whatever I want, Chris. I'm going to sell my toe or something. I don't know. We'll work it out. <laughs> you have a lot of Legos. No, 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 no. I can't give those <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm going to travel back in time to February 2014 after doing a, a fair amount of research. Uh, and once I've got my John Wick skills up and I'm a master of karate and stopping time, I will uh, go to different parts of the world to prevent the leak of the characters from Super Smash Brothers for the 3DS. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I got Duck Hunt Dog spoiled for me, I got Bowser Jr. spoiled for me, and that spoiled my whole year. 2014 was ruined. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's important to know. It's important to know I need all of the $2,000 to travel to the different parts of the world. First, I have to go to Japan and uh, stop the early release copies from happening there. And then I have to get to Brazil and beat up a guy who got an early release copy there. And that's that's why I need those John Wick skills. I need to, I need to furiously destroy leakers from across the country. Bobby, I have a counterpoint for this. What's your counterpoint? Uh, Dr. Mario wasn't spoiled. Dr. Mario was, in fact, smoil spoiled the day before. Smoiled. Smoiled. I'm going to have to someone spend... who... Uh, I, like, dodged all spoilers as hard as I could, and only Dr. Mario wasn't spoiled for me. Smoiled. It was smoiled for me, and let me tell you, it wasn't that great. When he popped up, I went, oh. Great. They brought him back. Ah, smaller Mario. <laughs> Wolf's not in this one. Nerd Mario. <laughs> Educated Educated Mario. Okay. Are, are there any repercussions of this? Well, you see, uh, the uh, cascades of everybody being delightfully surprised by Bowser Jr. <laughs> and Duck Hunt Dog while playing their 3DS game will lead to a raise in morale which will ultimately prevent the economic depression currently going on right now. Would Bernie Sanders be elected in 2016? Oh yeah, Bernie Sanders would have been elected in uh, 2014, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big smash right, head. I'd like to change my answer. See you later, Obama. <laughs> no, 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 no. They get dual presidentship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, any defending arguments before the judges render their verdict? Yeah, I got one. Okay. Y'all are held up on this fucking, uh, <laughs> <laughs> countries thing. I didn't, I went, it was an afterthought because you guys asked what I claimed and I jokingly said Chechnya. Clearly I wouldn't try to do that. <laughs> Thank you. Pr production, please mute his microphone. <laughs> I don't, uh, we, we have a big audience uh, in Chechnya. We don't want to lose them. Okay, 
the final verdict. And once again, this is ju I'm just the host. I'm not the judge, so I'm impartially reading this. Clark, we are giving you a three out of ten. Ooh. Hate to see it. Though you had a high goal, you had a weak execution that was very vague. Also, weak repercussions. As another note, computers have been around since the since the eighties at least. <laughs> that so can't possibly the government be true. would probably know about it. That can't possibly be true. <laughs> I don't say it was a thing back then. No, that can't possibly yeah. be true. Do you see them being super competent in stopping Russian trolls? I don't know what computers 2020. are. Look at Sakurai. Sakurai, he, he fucking puts stupid characters in all day. He knows what characters are, though, Clark. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he puts dumb Smash Bros. characters in all the time. Nah, I don't I don't understand what he's trying to say. Judge, please move on. <laughs> I'm confused about the the arguments being I just uh, pointed towards me by this mysterious mask. <laughs> I just visualize Clark going back and thinking it'll be like a caveman reacting to a lighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was alive in 2001. Exactly it's like, no. oh, well, we, we we got gigabytes now on this phone, and they're like, oh, wow, that's impressive. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> worshipping you as a god. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still better than the Chechnya bit. Chris, Yo. the judges said they loved your creativity and your, <laughs> your execution was full-on bonkers. <laughs> Dear God, what a nightmare. And if anything, it might just delay the attack. The terrorists see that a bomb goes off on the 10th, and they're like, we'll push it to next month. However, they love the specifics of the plan. You get a 5 out of 10. Fuck yeah. Fuck it, Clark. Bullshit. You're bald, and you got a lower score. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> we all love you, Clark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bobby. The judges were... A bit disappointed in your low stakes. However, you had mind-bogglingly high execution of it. It was yes! very personal. Yes! It brought one judge to tears yes! because that judge had that judge also had the majority of the Smash cast spoiled for <laughs> spoiled for him. <laughs> you did have unlikely repercussions of a video game leading to it complete resurrection of the Electoral College, but you get an 8 out of 10. Ah, yes! 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 <laughs> Suck it, losers! Bobby wins! Yes! We have one more game. Fuck! Or, sorry, we have two more questions. <laughs> Fuck! Two more questions. <laughs> oh boy, he already ripped his shirt off. This will be an awkward filming for the rest of the show. Give me some uh, tape! <laughs> question, hypothetical tape? question two. <laughs> if aliens exist, would you want to know about them? Or would you prefer they come to Earth after you've died? Why? Rephrased, would you rather have knowledge of universe-altering events or live in peaceful ignorance? You will be rated on mostly the argument behind your idea. Clark, begin. 
Uh, okay, well, uh, I guess because I'm repping bald guys this time, <laughs> I'm going to be repping my man John Luke Picard. <laughs> uh, uh, the Prime Directive indicates that uh, them boys ain't supposed to show up till we're ready. I don't think this planet's ready for it, uh, but uh, regardless of that, yes, I would love to know if aliens existed. Uh, especially what kind of aliens because we are carbon-based life forms on the planet earth uh i've always been curious if like you know there might be another basis for growing life maybe something not even phys we could physically see i've always been interested in that shit so yes i think it would be very lame to want to live your life in ignorance at the same token i believe any civilization and this might be naive of me any civilization that learns how to do space travel is probably far enough along the line where they're not going to commit outright warfare uh, against the other nation uh, <laughs> we're fucking space travelers <laughs> we are not we are not space travelers but yeah. dude we we can go into space but we do not travel space. you know i bet like like a couple thousand years ago some people were like oh if someone has science enough to develop a boat to cross oceans they're probably good people <laughs> okay well that's uh that's a lot of uh naysaying i'm getting from the judge over i'm here. the host uh but no my answer is the same. I would love to know if aliens existed. Um, I don't know if they would try and kill us, but it'd be interesting to know regardless. Okay. Uh, Chris, what is your answer about aliens? I'd like to uh, answer in reverse if I could. Okay. So first of all, I want to give just some background on what, would, what, that, what that fucking world would look like if tomorrow... Right, the government was like, oh yeah, but so we've actually known about these aliens for a long time. They're super real. And all of a sudden, these giant fucking Independence Day style ships just appear and they're the size of like, you know, New York City. Mm -hmm. People can't handle when pumpkin spice lattes go out of stock at Starbucks. <laughs> How the fuck are they gonna handle looking at a giant spaceship? There'd be mass suicides. Look at look at two, two uh, like, what was it? K two one? What the fuck is that called? Y two K. I don't tell. Nothing. <laughs> nothing fucking happened, and so many people killed themselves or freaked out or went into bomb shelters. Like you're seeing now, a ship come down from the heavens and just chill there, not even doing anything yet. People are killing themselves. Mm -hmm. Now, I if assuming the aliens are good guys and they're just here to like. Look at a, you know, a, a pretty crazy species, like a zoo animal. I think, okay, okay, even if they just leave peacefully, the world is forever changed, and we have, every fucking country has a space force with more and more nukes and God knows what. Okay, great. And if they're evil, then I'm sure they kill us with some kind of horrible, horrible thing. So, so the answer is, what, Yeah, no. what's your overall answer? <laughs> My... Bless you. The answer is no. Thanks, I'm allergic to ignorance. I do not need to live in that world. I'm fine with going to Starbucks and going about my job and that sort of thing every day. Thank you. Now, this wasn't part of it, but I actually I stole this question from a podcast, and they also had a great question. If an, an Independence Day-style UFO appeared above your local city, you're, at, you're doing your normal day-to-day -day job. How long do you stare at it in awe before you just turn around and start doing your job again? <laughs> Jesus. 
I don't think I ever stop staring at the damn thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, because at any point, at, I've seen Independence Day. We're assuming this is an Independence Day where Independence Day exists in this universe with this ship, right? Well, yeah, it's our, it's tomorrow you're at your normal job and, you know, a District 9 level spaceship and Independence Day is just, you know, zooms there. What? And how long do you, I don't know, do you run home in a panic? Or do you, oh, well, probably like, oh, day, fuck this job. Yeah, that day you do, but as it just sits there, now you just think about your impending death every single day. No, wondering what kind of laser shoots down. Is it a turn you into dogs laser? Is it a melt you laser? <laughs> is it a slow cancer beam? You don't know. You don't know. You just gotta think about it every day. You know, you go insane. That's what happens. The end. Beep boop. Like the, the cancer's gonna I... develop in 140 years. <laughs> I, 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 I highly disagree because uh, I've seen Futurama. You guys are referencing Independence Day. I've seen Futurama where a giant gashed opened in the sky. They screamed at it for a day and then went back to their lives. They're watching TV the next episode and the gash is still there. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I would probably stare at it for like 10, 15, and then I would probably get back to work, if anything, just to calm me down. Bullshit. Bobby, what about you? Go on. Okay. Now so, here's the thing. How long okay. would you stare at the UFO and then answer your question <laughs> about their existence? Oh, uh, I would. Uh, okay. So this is gonna sound. This is gonna sound pathetic. This is gonna sound disgusting. But the ladies <laughs> love the guy who doesn't stare at UFOs. I hate to say. <laughs> hate to say. Wait, what? The yeah, ladies love the guy who doesn't stare at UFOs. Oh. Hate to say it, but. I gotta not look at that UFO. No matter how much I want to, it'll impress the people more if I never look at it once. <laughs> like, all your co-workers are just staring in awe, and you're like, come on, get back to work. It's not going to move itself. <laughs> I gotta go make a sandwich back here. <laughs> there ain't nothing we can do about it. You not doing your work ain't going to stop a laser. Get back inside. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go do some, like, graphic design, man. I can't stare at this bullshit all day. <laughs> Have you seen the UFO yet? No, I was making a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the USO, unidentified sandwich object. Come on, get back to work. <laughs> go see that massive UFO. Did it fall on any cars? No, I don't care. I gotta get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> that was an impression of an insurance adjuster. I thought yeah. it was an impression of me. <laughs> 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 Alright, so Bobby, uh, if aliens existed, would you want to know about them? And the rest of the question. Let, let, me, pose, let me pose a bigger, more important question. <laughs> when was the last time you turned on the uh, FM radio and heard Intergalactic Planetary by Daft Punk. Never. <laughs> Never. Now, I'm telling you right now, the benefits far outweigh the cost. If we know about aliens and people go insane, it's guaranteed we'll be listening to uh, Intergalactic Planetary at least three times within 24 hours. Those benefits outweigh the costs. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that. Okay. So yes, we need to know about the UFO, so that way the radio DJs can play Intergalactic Planetary for me. <laughs> oh, I, 
I thought you hated the song, and you're like, we don't need the aliens. I hate that song. <laughs> no, no, no. Soon as they see the aliens, they'll go, uh, welcome to the FM35, and this is our fifth time this hour playing Intergalactic Planetary, and I'll go, yes, yes, yes! <laughs> okay, uh, any final decisions before, before the judges render their verdict? No, I think we're good. All right. Clark, the judges thought... Yours was pretty sciency, and that's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> However, it was very well thought out, if a bit too optimistic. Seven out of ten. I'd take Way too optimistic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was the host speaking, not the judges. No, I figured. Uh, I'd met the host before. <laughs> Chris. Uh, they, they thought it was a great point on how humans can't handle change. You brought in uh, Y2K, uh, the pup, pumpkin spice, how people fall to shit over any little thing. And that's a good reason to argue for ignorance and just how much people suck. Eight out of ten. Fuck yeah, but I'm Hey, there's still one more question. And Bobby, basing... Facing an entire reality on your preference of a song <laughs> is, uh, is uh, quite a move. <laughs> I don't even... Uh, they, they just wrote 6 out of 10. <laughs> to combat that answer, I have one thing to say, and that's planetary intergalactic. I'm listening to the song like, now. You can cut it later, Dylan. Have fun. <laughs> It's, it's me. It's all Winston. I guess it'll just be... Uh, I know the music that'll be playing us out. Thank you, special guest star Daft Punk. <laughs> no, well, isn't that just the Mickey it's Mouse the Clubhouse Boys. theme played in reverse? Oh, oh my god, Punk. it's the Beastie Boys! No, no, no! <laughs> Judges dock me one point. I'm so yeah, I was sorry. about to say... Uh, I'm, that would be a 5 out of 10. No! <laughs> Bobby is advocating for more Beastie Boys. No, no, no. I've done it now. I mixed up around the world in intergalactic planetary. What music is this? <laughs> this is what he wants? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Yeah, that's absolutely Beastie Boys. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Oh, I embarrassing. Blew it. Very embarrassing. You love the song okay. so much, you don't even know who sings it. Hey, everybody, it's me, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> hey, you want to come inside my clubhouse? No. You're not owned by Disney. No, we'll be soon. Let's oh. Go. <laughs> oh, your old friend Walt is oh, here. I almost forgot. <laughs> no, not Walt. Celebrity guest star Walt, you're on our band episode. Okay, I'm going home. <laughs> okay, that's enough of that. No on to question three. Clark, you break open a boombox or whatever the hell happened in Kazam, and a genie comes out. You get one wish. However, you know he's a dick. Classic genie dickery. For example, if you ask for world peace, then the world will be ripped into pieces. 
If you wish for a billion dollars, they'll all be counterfeit and have a middle finger instead of a president. What do you wish for, and how do you beat the genie's dickery? Well, that's easy. You have one of two choices, and I know that's, you know, that's not great. You either lean into it fully, or you have to play, like, super straight. So I have an answer for both. Uh, mister, I'm going to win because I make too many options for myself. <laughs> two is not too many. Okay, the two first is, answer... Two is exactly too many. First answer, you're playing I'm sorry, Clark. I, I'm, I'm reading the card again. It, it says you get one wish. Did I accidentally say two? Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, you didn't. Oh, no. Can we so get a new host? Is this What's possible? Hear the man out. Hear the man out. Hear the man out. I'm switching sides. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Yes, one answer? answer. One answer. You put a plate on the table. No, you can give me both. Come on. You put a plate on the table. And you say, hey, Genie, I wish that there was another lamp on that plate with a genie in it that would grant my wishes based on my intention and not my, uh, and not their interpretation. Okay. A lamp then appears I... on the table and you rub it. Out comes a genie and he starts granting wishes left and right. You say, wait, I thought it was supposed to be granting my intentions. And you and he said, you said my. So I went with that little girl named Mai living in China. Very nice. From <laughs> Overwatch. That was, that's May. Uh, it's close enough. It is, a, it's adjacent. And what's your second answer, Clark? I'm not giving it. Fuck you. Move to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Please, Clark. No. Chris's turn. I want to hear you guys pick dogpile on him. Why am I answering first right before fucking Chris? <laughs> it wasn't planned. Chris, what would you wish for? Well, I think the key to this is specificity. Fake word, real meaning. You've got to seriously like First of all, it's got to be something simple. If you pick something bizarre like world peace, that's fucking stupid because for sure, for, for fucking sure, you're going to have like a hive mind or something that he pulls out of nowhere. Don't mm -hmm. want that. So you got to ask for something simple like, oh, I want a new car. Now, let's say, let's say I want me a 2020 Dodge Challenger, right? They say, listen, Genie, I want, and you read the VIN number, <laughs> make a model everything down to the color and then and then you have to tack on the the, the, the special points you say in the acquisition of this car no people or persons that are non-hitler-esque shall be hurt in the requisitioning of this car additionally Wait, do you say hitler won't be hurt hitler-esque people should be hurt they are not exempt from it is what i'm trying to say you can hurt them it's fine if it's Osama Bin Laden's car, you fucking take it from him. I don't care. So, you, you include that. And you're like, you know, and also, no body part of mine shall be fused with this car. Because that seems like something <laughs> genie fuckery would do. And no one I know, she... This is like that red button game where you like you press the button, you get a car, but someone dies around the world. You're like, no, no one, no one fucking... The, the, the granting of me in this car does not affect another human life. 
That's that's how you play it. And I wish for a car. Okay, but you didn't say animal life, so all animals die. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do with my wish. <laughs> oh no, I was just kind of bitter about about how specific you are, and cars are quite boring to me. <laughs> that's why you gotta be specific. Either you get a car, or you wish. If you're like, oh, I want to, like you said, you get a million dollars, you know. There's something wrong with those millions of dollars. Go on. You wished for a car, you got a train. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank tonight's sponsor, Train. Train. They bring you places or bring you stuff. And sometimes they block traffic. Train. Hey, so, sister. Ain't <laughs> that Mr. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, okay, uh, okay, so, okay, so, okay, um, here's the thing, right? I fucking hate genies. Cannot fucking stand him, okay? What's the one thing that can beat up a genie? Uh, an Aladdin? No. <laughs> Another genie. So I wish to be an immortal genie, all powerful. Even Aladdin knew not to do that. That's the worst possible wish. I'm gonna kick that genie's ass. I'm gonna get you. How dare you do a cop out like that? Have fun being in that bottle for all eternity. What you don't know is I love isolation. More time alone is better for me. I'll get all my projects done. I'll come out with three novels. They'll be like, can you grant my wish? And I'll be like, fuck no, I gotta go publish this shit. People be like, oh, what a hero. What a genie with creativity. There's no losing here. There's no losing. Wow. Okay, uh, any, any last remarks before the judges give their score? Uh, yeah, Bobby says the plot of Aladdin. How they beat the villain <laughs> in Aladdin. Oh, I thought it was Aladdin, Prince of Thieves. Okay, let me <laughs> let me let the judges know. Okay, Clark. Hey. With your <laughs> with your second genie option, the ge the genie might have been able to outsmart you, but it was still a very clever statement. You came up with two answers. So you put in the work, even though you wouldn't read one, and the judges <laughs> felt kind of bad for you, so they gave you a 9 out of 10. That's a fucking <laughs> Take away a point for being snarky. Chris, you did beat the genie, but it was so mundane. You basically wrote a, con a contract. You wrote out a disclaimer. It was very boring. At, at the end of it, you get a car. 3 out of 10. You're full of shit. <laughs> The judges, Chris, I'm, I'm but a messenger. <laughs> the game was to not fuck over the world with your genie. I, I, all I wrote was, how do how do you beat the genie's dickery? Which you did, but it wasn't very entertaining. Nine I'll give 11. you a four I out of ten. I can't even read half his answer. <laughs> you want to be a two out of ten? Keep arguing. <laughs> kind of a nine out of ten. You're saying that answer was... Ugh, ugh, ugh. Go on, no, go on. The best thing about compromise is that everyone's pissed off. And the street always wins. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. 
You outthought the genie. The punishment was actually the real wish because you wanted to be imprisoned in the lamp, which is very weird, but if that's, <laughs> that's your actual goal, you accomplished it. Nine yes! out of ten. Yes! 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 Give me the lamp! Nitpicking and biased. <laughs> is somebody okay, popping now... popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm shooting a nerf gun off. Why? Jesus Christ! What is wrong with you? What? Your mic picks up everything you do. You know, I'm kind of wishing I didn't wish for that genie thing. <laughs> now you're stuck in a lamp forever? I, no, I just wish I could have wished for Whooper Watch. <laughs> didn't that already come true? Yeah, but I want it to happen forever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, and the genie says the whoopers are also cursed or some shit. Yes! <laughs> As the judges tally your score with their giant calculator, talk amongst yourselves. Man, I think Clark's answer was some bullshit. Man, I think yeah. Clark's answer was the best answer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Chris's answer was Clark's answer, but more complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take to add up three numbers? <laughs> Wait, I think he forgot to write them down, so he's scratching his no, head like, what did I, I give him round two? I'm double checking. <laughs> we have a lot of mathematicians fans that will yell at me if I get this wrong. Also, you just lost a point for that. No, no! Okay. I can't lose any more points after I lost the Beastie Boys. Oh no, I meant Chris for making fun of my math skills. Anyway, the points have been totaled. Can all the contestants please hold hands as our lights flash and fade down? Yeah, no, me and Chris are holding hands now. Spit shake! Chris, hold hands with Bobby. Alright, I'll hold hands with Bobby, but not Clark. Well, it's too uh, late. Why is We're it so dry? <laughs> Chris. But you didn't know I had knife fingers. <laughs> no, knife no. Hands. <laughs> Chris from Grand Rapids, Michigan, wearing a bag over your head. You received Don't make mine first. 17 points. Clark from Grand Rapids, Michigan with small, small legs, a DuckTales t-shirt, and a shiny bald head. You received... <laughs> 19 points. Uh -huh. Bobby, uh. covered in mustard stains and actively pouring mustard onto your face while I read this to you. You received 22 points. Yes! Super Watch Forever, baby! <laughs> did, you deduct the, did you deduct the Beastie Boys points? I did. Woo! Woo! Get on the mic, my man! No! Sleep! Brooklyn! <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'd like to thank all of our contestants for coming out. Tonight's show was sponsored by Train, Mustard, and Sadness, and a lot of spite. Our winner tonight is Yay. Bobby. As tonight's winner, you're going to go home with. And that's all of our time tonight. Good night, everyone. See you next Good week.
<laughs> are we stopping or are we just I keeping guess. going? I don't know. We can we can banter a little. You guys have fun. It was yeah. It was something. <laughs> I had fun noodling on it, but I honestly had trouble trying to make my answers funny. Clark's, oh. Clark's king of the salt factory. Yeah, yeah. Well, it took about four years for me to get that title, but I finally got it. <laughs> After dealing so many yeah. years of this. Shift, man shift manager at the salt factory. Oh, really no! Important. No, no. A pretty big wheel. You know how many night shifts at the salt factory I had to work to get in this position? <laughs> well, we'll, all, we'll all vow to be nicer to Clark next time. Uh, no, I will not. But I will, I, I will give him a generous uh, virtual hug, though, on the beginning of every everyone. Your no knife fingers, Chris. I told you. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just, you forgot I'm, about him. I'm just glad Chris could get his Toon Dark Dodge Challenger. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was a lot of fun. Um, I, I think the next game will will be a little bit easier because it'll be like a one-word answer and a response. I'm really glad that we were able to do this because I, I love doing the comic shows, but I feel like it has a limited audience. Knife fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Knife fingers is for everyone. <laughs> All right, well, we can stop here then? Yeah, I'll stop here. Knock another point for walking away. <laughs> Are you guys having fun? <laughs> oh, yeah. I okay, think the cool. judges are biased at nitpicking. I might have. I think I gave you too low in the first one. I just really hated that you just said, oh, the, the, they'll be afraid of computers. They'll listen to me. <laughs> I think it's still a better answer than Chechnya, though. Can we at least agree on that? You're so hung okay, up on Chechnya. I never said that that was my end game. <laughs> I wasn't Chris like, five. I wasn't like, the whole that point was of 9-11 is to fuck over Chechnya. I really should have given Chris like a a, a three out of ten because he, his could have inadvertently started World War Three. <laughs> Add, adding more explosions very rarely fixes a problem. At least I had a Clark. I got till five thirty. All right. I've got till five thirty one. Because once Chris <laughs> yeah. leaves, it takes me a minute before I'm like I'm out. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. At least someone <laughs> understands comedy. <laughs> Winston's over here with his 3 out of 10. Nonsense. All music is from Incompetech. Please check him out for some royalty-free music. All sound effects are ripped from YouTube, and were assumably ripped from sitcoms before that, so we'll just say they're from Family Matters. And thanks for being a patron.